I'm going to press record now. Okay. And when I say I'm going to press record now, what I mean is <laughs> I just press record, press record a few seconds ago and I've caught all of this okay. on. So I feel like you should have a little jingle to introduce your podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I need someone like Badders, who's an absolute expert. I think I should ask Badders to make a jingle for the podcast. And it's kind of like asking, you know, I don't know, some famous artist to paint your house. <laughs> He's a big deal. <laughs> You're like, oh, you just paint my house for me. Like, I do masterpieces on canvas. <laughs> yeah, I know. So you, you know how to use a paintbrush. This is nothing. <laughs> this should be easy for you. Um, if you don't recognize the voice, oh, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the CrossFit Buff podcast. <laughs> Today, I am joined by Hayley Perps. Hello. The only perps in the in the UK. <laughs> the only perps in the UK. Well, apart from my family. Your family, but... yes. Hayley. It's been a long time getting you on the podcast. <laughs> you finally tied me down. Yeah, we spoke some time ago about you coming on and then, you know, you somehow avoided that. <laughs> then we did the part one of the um, coffee club oh, and podcast. Oh, I missed out. I was And you, you were like, oh, what week are you doing? I'm not going to be there. I said, don't you worry about that because we're doing a part two the following week you'll be there you know which i was there for which you were there for but no one else was I, including me <laughs> uh, but you've been poorly so. well that was gonna say that was the start so i haven't actually put out a podcast for a couple of weeks everybody i'm so sorry i'm back now um so expect you know a return to form also because kids have gone back to school well we'll have gone back to school as of this coming out which makes my life slightly easier but yeah i basically couldn't leave the house for you know two and a half weeks so not working meant that not podcasting was a little bit lower on the list of sort of awful. priorities. It's like lockdown all over again. It's like lockdown all over again, apart from everybody else can go out and have fun. And, I mean, my family went to the beach for the weekend. Oh, bless you. And, and I stayed home. I mean, they would have happily had me go along, but I was like, I don't want to sit in a car for an hour and a half when I'm dizzy standing. Like, I, I can imagine... Normally, Emily's the one that gives us you know, problems with feeling sick in the car on a long journey. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be the one doing <laughs> that. So so I didn't. Oh, well, happy to have you back. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be back speaking with you, Hayley. Um, before we get into your amazing CrossFit career, <laughs> we've got to start with a few warm-up questions. Okay, hit me. First one, peanut butter, crunchy, smooth, or covered in chocolate? So I don't really like peanut butter. Um, unless it's in things. So, um, weirdly, like I like Reese's Pieces. Who doesn't? Or the peanut butter cookie from Cassia. Have you been there? The coffee been. shop? No. Down by the river? Peanut butter cookies. Insane. Okay. Um, I, w- I always like it when I get a recommendation on the podcast. So there we go. Yeah. Uh, you can have it on for free. But I eat Marmite. Is Cassia, sorry, is that the um, like workplace? Yeah, it's like yes, a co-working. Yes. They have like a co-working bit at the back and then okay, yeah. I, coffee shop at the front. I do know. I'm going there after here oh, yeah. to work for a bit. Um, but yeah, like Marmite is my kind of peanut butter <sighs> equivalent. Now that's like, interesting that you should say that because I was getting a little bit excited when you said I don't like peanut butter because when Ross was on, we came up with the backup question for people that don't like peanut butter. Marmite, love it. And it was it. Marmite or Marmalade. Oh, what? I, Who he, likes Marmalade. So your mama, so you exactly, you've, you've, you've just, and do you know what's funny is from the time, because I had a whole run of people being like, I don't actually like peanut butter. And then Ross came up with this backup question and no one else ever said they didn't like peanut butter from the time he'd been on. <laughs> well, here you go. So I've never got to use it. But so. then you could go marmalade, like, oh, I don't really eat it. So is it bit, what do you call it? Bitty or? 
Oh, so it's shreds, isn't it? <laughs> I said <it> shredded. <laughs> you want bitty mark? <laughs> oh, God, sorry. You should work in marketing. <laughs> uh, it's funny, so when you say marketing, I literally can only remember that because of the adverts where they used to be like a shred head or a shredless wonder. <laughs> and that, I don't know if I'm too young for that. Well, I was going to say that must be... That would be before I went to Italy, so we're going back like at least... 16, 17 years when these would have been on. Yeah, I'm a spring chicken, Jason. So. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> Good for you. Well, I'm not really. Congratulations. <laughs> now, one of the difficulties to book you into the podcast. <laughs> yes. And the reason we, we did it very last minute, which was actually super convenient for me, but you're going on holiday. I am. So, dream holiday destination. Oh, good question. And that is a part uh, A question. I have a part B question. You have question. a part B dream holiday um i don't know if this is a real cop-out answer but i don't like to stay in one place for that long so i'd probably stay like a year traveling a year traveling yeah like, that's a maybe long longer. holiday <laughs> um i just get a bit like i think my best holiday I ever had was three weeks traveling around america okay um so yeah i just get a little bit bored sat in the same place yeah so my 10-day beach holiday i've got coming up <laughs> No, it'll be good. But I like to do things, yeah, you know. But you just move to different bits of the beach. <laughs> yeah, different sunbed. Yeah, as long as I'm on a different sunbed, it's okay. Speaking of the sunbed, you're on the sunbed, you're on the beach. Yep. What drink is in your hand? Oh, probably an Aperol spritz. Oh, nice. If it's during the day, an Aperol spritz. Um, and then I go into an espresso martini in the evening. Oh, you'll be buzzing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> probably the wrong way around, but. Oh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, because the, the the spritz was kind of like. So I I, re- I remember getting getting <laughs> I remember getting pulled over by the police. Uh, <laughs> in, in Italy, they do a lot of just like random stops. Oh. Like they they will stop you. You don't have to be doing anything to justify it. They just have they can just the, do it. They actually have a whole division of the police that's just for the roads, basically, and they just do random stops and they check you've got insurance documents or a driving license and things like that um and i remember getting stopped and it was really quite early in the day it was in fact we were on our way to go swimming and they breathalyzed us and i was like this is crazy and i met up with a friend of mine and he was like yeah it's exactly the time everyone is having spritz (laughs) and he's like ah that makes sense that makes sense yeah so that what's their um do they have a drinking limit in in italy yeah it's quite it's surprisingly low actually um, I don't think anyone knows that because they do not seem to care. They, uh, <laughs> They'll just do you funny then. Yeah. Anyway, there we go. Fun yeah. little detour. Yeah, very fun detour. New York's like my favorite place in the entire world though. Really? Yeah. Just like. It, I mean, as as someone who deliberately comes to like the 10.30 class and the 8pm class because I'm like, oh, the other classes are a bit busy. There's a lot of people there. I imagine New York would kill me. <laughs> just people everywhere chaos. yeah it's super busy and everyone just rushes around yeah um but yeah i love it it's great okay interesting interesting I'm trying to think if there's any like big crossfit events in new york that you could go to if you ever need like a pa if you're going to go and do like you know some media stuff in america all oh, right you give like oh i can I'm come along and do that yeah <laughs> yeah okay i mean i don't have the budget to get me there but that's fine <laughs> okay uh final question the big one who would play you in the CrossFit Bath movie? 
Um, I would probably go for, oh, what's her name? Jodie. Is it Jodie Comer? The girl that played, um, I can't even think of her name now. She's in Killing Eve. Oh, I know who you mean. That's a really good charity. I really like She's that. She's liver which really shocked me when she spoke normally. And she can do like a million accents. Yes. She's like a- yeah. She's on, um, she's in the theatre at the moment doing like a one person show. Right. Okay. Um, Jodie Comer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's very good. Yeah. yeah. I wish I, I'd wish I'd thought of that myself. <laughs> who did you go for? So I've gone for someone who, I have to look up their name again. Um, Deborah Ann Wool. Who is that? Yeah, exactly. Because I had to look up her name because I only know her as, and it's a very niche reference. So she was in the uh, Netflix Daredevil series. Haven't seen that. And she played Karen Page. And she was the only person I was just like, oh yeah, she could. I'm running out of people, I'll be honest. I'm trying not to cast <laughs> the same people. I had a few people. I was like, oh, it could be this one. I was like, that yeah. used, used, burnt that one. I'm not I'm not having them play multiple roles. <laughs> I don't have the budget. I'll have to look her up after. Yeah, I'll, I'll show you a picture of Okay. Yeah. Okay. Very good. All right. That's the, the nonsense out of the way. <laughs> Let's get serious. Let's get to it. How long have you been doing CrossFit? So because I, on your Instagram, you've got CrossFit newbie. Yeah, I don't know if I still am a CrossFit I, newbie anymore. Yeah, well, this is this is what I mean. This is the reason we've got you on the podcast, really, is to understand. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I still feel like it, but um, so I started. I think I had my first session with Al um, like two weeks before the gym moved here. All right. Okay. So when was that? Like maybe last June. Yeah. Ish. So just over a year. Okay. Are you still a newbie? Mm. Am I still a newbie? Mm. I think I am. I feel like it. You done the open? Yes. You've done a couple of competitions. Yes. <laughs> Not a newbie. <laughs> <laughs> My skill set would probably tell you otherwise. Oh, but... that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how long you have to be to be a CrossFit newbie, but fair enough. Okay. So you, you started just before we moved here. Yeah. So did you do the classes without in uh, at the football club? Then? I think I did like two wads and okay. then we moved here. Right. So We've been here a long time, like longer than... I feel like it's... I couldn't believe it when we had the year on a, like year birthday party. Mm. It feels way longer. Yeah, I think that's just like COVID and lockdowns that made time... Yeah, maybe. Time yeah. doesn't mean something different now. Yeah, okay. So... I guess, hmm, do we go with what brought you into CrossFit or sporting background? Oh, oh I, I mean, we're going to talk about both, right? So Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I guess, yeah, why CrossFit then? Let's start there. Um, Why CrossFit? So, Who dragged you along to CrossFit? That's the question. So CrossFit was one of those things I'd always looked at and wanted to join, but was super intimidated by it. Um, and I mean, thought we're, we're pretty intimidating people. <laughs> it, it, from an outsider looking in there, it, it is really intimidating. And like... I always thought it was, um, you know, balls to the walls type workouts. You had to be at a certain level. You had to be able to do everything. Um, and I just never really wanted to come and get involved on my own. So I'm actually quite an introverted, shy person. Oh, that's why it took you so long <laughs> to get on the podcast, I guess. Um, well, that's because I was a bit nervous. I had nothing to say. And also, I have no filter. So I'm a little bit worried that I might. I don't just don't think before I speak. But it's all right. I can edit. I won't. Yeah, okay. I, no, what I want you to do is I can edit, 
So when you listen Will back you know, and you're like, another. oh, he included all of that by choice. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, so then I was doing like strength and conditioning stuff um, with D. Um, so he was my coach before I came to CrossFit. Um, and I was just bored of kind of walking around fitness first, doing nothing essentially because I didn't really know what I was doing. And then spending hours on a cardio machine trying to be skinny. Um, and then Meg came to CrossFit and said, you're absolutely going to love it. Come with me. I'll take you. And yeah, she did. And here I am. Well, there we go. Yeah. yeah. So obviously you had a, you know, you had a, a trainer before you were going to the gym before. So have you always sort of been very active and, and sporty or in general? Or I mean, I sport and I never say sporty, but you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I've always loved. Um, so like in school, I did the whole, you know, hockey, netball, played netball for Wiltshire when I was at school. So it was quite oh. a high level. Um, and yeah, so I always had that kind of sporty exercise kind of mindset, I think. Um, used to love running, not so much now. but That's um, because you started doing CrossFit. So you have to, you're yeah, like, my oh, I've, got everyone to... in CrossFit has to say they hate running. So I've got to say <laughs> I hate running now. And actually secretly you like it. That's why I really like the idea is that like you go home and you're like, oh, I really actually like running. But I tell everyone I hate it because I want to fit in with the CrossFitters. I mean, yesterday in the WOD, we, there was like the running at like 400 meter was it Nancy yesterday? Um, and I grabbed a bike and Lil said to me, you're just being lazy. Like get out, you can run. Um, and I did, and I'm glad I did. I think running is one of these things though, that it's like CrossFit is an emotional roller coaster. So you start off thinking, yeah, it's going to be fine. I can do it. Mid workout, you're hating your life. You want to die. And then when you finish, you feel great. (laughs) Well, that's how it is for me anyway. Um, Oh, I don't know. See, running, I find, for me, like, when I start, I always think, oh, no. Like, what am I doing? Like, yeah, this is awful. I don't like, this feels horrible. <laughs> and then I kind of hit my stride, and I'm, and I, I, I get to a point, it's usually about 1K in, where I'm like, oh, now 5K or 10K, it doesn't matter. It's the same. Mm. But that first, like, 1K, I'm oh, just like, oh, the first 1K is, is the hardest awful. ever. If, yeah, you're right. They once you do get into your stride, like yeah. it's fine. Particularly because I usually do the um, like the linear path of the two tunnels, and from my house it's kind of uphill. Is it uphill? Oh, and it's like a steady incline, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but it's great because it means like when I get halfway, I turn you get back, to come back and I'm like, it's all downhill. And suddenly you're like so pace so faster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there's my secret. Um, so yeah, like from school, always did sport, and then um, when I was 17, I had a really bad car accident. Um, and I had to take the rest of the year off school. So I've obviously couldn't do any exercise and, um, kind of regressed quite a lot. And then I didn't do any kind of fitness at university cause I kind of just didn't go off the rails, but just found other things to do. Right. I was, there was a part of me that was like, is she going to say, because I was so focused on my studies. <laughs> I wish I could say that. Or she was going to say, because I was far too busy <laughs> and I wasn't studying, doing uh, everything yeah, else. Yeah, I was socializing way too much at university. Um, Which is strange because you're such an introvert. I know. It's weird, right? <laughs> um, but also, I just, I think I knew that I wasn't going to be at the same level that I was before. And it kind of, I get in my head about a lot of things. Um, so, you know, I get really... In the gym, if I can't do something, I get really angry with myself. 
Um, so I just knew that I wasn't going to be at the same level. So I chose not to go back to it at that right. point in my life. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, I, I feel it would be wrong to just breeze past the car accident. <laughs> and again, I'm pretty sure earlier on you said, also because I don't think I would have anything to say. <laughs> and yeah. You're not the first, this is a recurring theme of this podcast is that people come on with like, and I had nothing to say. And then it's sort of like, and this was my near death experience. And you're like, right. You're not the only one. There's been multiple. This is crazy. So like, how old were you when you were the car 17. Accident? 17. Yeah. Okay. So you'd finished um, secondary school through your college? Uh, no. So I, well, I was in my f- second year of A-levels. Right. Okay. I just started. So yeah, I had the car accident in the April. So I was actually just coming up to my exams. Um, perfect timing. Yeah. Very, yeah perfect timing. Um, on my way back from an Edwin match, actually, <laughs> ironically. Um, I wasn't driving um get but, that out there quickly yeah it wasn't me i'm a perfect driver um yeah i had a car accident i took the brunt of it on the passenger side and um shattered my pelvis broke my back and yeah i had to be cut out of my car and everything so it was pretty horrific yeah yeah i mean and then so does that give you like any issues now then with the crossfit stuff because you know you're saying like oh, i get really frustrated when i can't do stuff but i mean like for some people, being able to walk after that would be pretty yeah, great. So, yeah, so. definitely. And I, I am very, very lucky. And actually, the things that I can do that I was told initially that, you know, I was when I first went into hospital, they were like, we don't think you're ever going to walk again. Um, you know, they they when I went to the RUH and they didn't even know how to fix me. Like I was that kind of beaten up. They um, had to tie a bed sheet around my waist to keep all my bones like in the same place. And then we're frantically phoning around the UK trying to find a surgeon to yeah. to fix me. So, oh, wow. yeah, I'm very lucky. And I'm actually kind of more mobile than I probably should be. Um, I do have a little, like, I'm on the wonk a little bit. <laughs> so, like, have you ever watched me squat or oh, even walk? You've said that. People are going to be looking now. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, like, if we're walking side by side, I cannot walk in a straight line. Oh, really? So I just start like, Veering off. Yeah. I'm awful for it. People are like she's been having that spirit sapper all again. <laughs> Is she drunk or no? Um, and yeah, I go to a chiropractor and um, I did the London Marathon in 2017, I think. And he was just like, please, please don't. Please, yeah. can you find something else to do? Because obviously running's just massively high impact, isn't it? So. Yeah. And especially if you keep veering off to the side. <laughs> yeah. just, like, I do an extra like five miles. <laughs> just in course correction. <laughs> yeah um so yeah i am like i never thought i'd be doing kind of um the stuff that we do in crossfit yeah which is interesting as well because you go back to like your perception of crossfit initially it was like it's this kind of oh it's too tough it's going to be like all out you've got to go and then you know you've got to like tell somebody well you're like talking to someone oh you know this this person like Haley, she comes you know she was in like a terrible car accident she had really bad injuries she can do everything in a class so like you'll be fine. Like, don't Absolutely. worry about, it. you know, I've got a bit of a bad shit. Don't worry. You can scale, you can adapt, you can do things. Like, they'll yeah. find a way for you. And that's the thing. Like, as an outsider looking in, you don't realize that you're not aware of being able to scale things and, you know, the vast range of options that are available to you. So, yeah, I think, and I, I used to say this a lot, is that like, you would see, you'd see people, I don't see people like pop their head around the door as much when we're here. But I know when we were at like the, at the, the football club quite often you'd see people just like stick their head in the door kind of yeah. out of curiosity 
And I'm saying like, well, if, when you, if you look in and you've got like somebody's up on the rig doing toaster bar and you're thinking, oh, I can't do that. But that's what you see. But if you just look down, you'd be like, oh, look, there's someone on the floor doing V-ups and there's somebody who's doing sit-ups exactly. or whatever. And it's like on here, someone doing knee yeah. raises. But your eye is instantly drawn to whoever is doing like the hardest or most impressive thing. And so you yeah. kind of ignore everything else. But, and also like the, the human brain is wired to instantly go to the most negative thought you know there is so it's just just the way we are but yeah you're right I think the perception of especially the bath crossfit box now is very different to what it was when I first started um so I think it definitely appears especially on their social media to the outside it's more of an inclusive right gym I think so anyway from when I first started Back when, back in the old days, when you were like stalking them on Instagram, you're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, they look trying to find anything out about them. They look terrible. They look scary. But yeah, like I think their social media presence is better now, right. and that is obviously where people go to first for, yeah. well, just to see what's going on. Annoyingly so, yes. True. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, so I think it's interesting going back to the, um, you know, kind of the change in direction of life from from this this accident. Obviously, it took you a long time to recover i'm guessing yeah, very long time yeah you said you had like a year off school yes i was in hospital for a couple of months and then um months and months of physical therapy um you know when i first got sent home i couldn't even get out of bed or into bed on my own so once i was put into bed like that was it i had to wait till someone came and got me out um i couldn't even sit like this might be tmi i couldn't even sit down on the toilet um so just general life was was difficult but um I had to repeat my whole year of my last year of sixth form um and I think that's where it went a bit wrong for me because then when university came around I was just like I don't want to be here yeah I'm going for the crack and I did (laughs) yeah well I I, because I think now uh, it's a similar thing maybe where you know you surely you appreciate like movement and, and stuff so much more than other people that kind of maybe just take it for granted because yeah, you've, you've experienced what it's like to not have that. So if if you're looking ahead, you can think, well, hold on, when I'm older, I don't want to be in a similar situation where I you know, lack mobility and I can't move around on my own and I need to be pushed around. What can I do now to prevent that in the future? Yeah, 100%. Whereas other people, you know, not, not here in the box, obviously everybody obviously. here is insanely... athletes here yeah exactly but in the world in general a lot of people just kind of well it doesn't matter you know that's future me's problem right i'll I'll be fine it doesn't matter that you know i struggle to tie my shoelaces at the moment it's it's okay and i I think that's going back to kind of the perception of crossfit it's like that's where there is that split between sort of the crossfit for health and for sport and you're like yeah you know okay if you want to do some competitions great but just also think about the fact that People are doing this because they want to stay mobile, stay healthy, be able to move around. Yeah. Oh my god, is it um, is it is his name Roger? No. Yeah, Roger. Oh my god, he. I, I'm absolutely fascinated by him. I just think what a legend to see it? him in the box every yeah. day. The the thing about Roger, he's been on the podcast as well. So go back and find Roger's oh, episode, yeah. everybody. Um, the thing about Roger is not just that he comes, because just him coming would be fine. Would that would already be like. You know, look at Roger, like yeah. look at the class. And then you've got Roger there. It's like, wow, this, this, you know, this uh, silver fox that's there in the background. <laughs> right. He, 
we did a workout um a few time has lost all meanings for me but it was like a few weeks ago i guess and it had uh like weighted chin-ups in not it wasn't like going for a weighted chin-up in the like kind of the part a strength but it was actually during the workout it was like rounds of something like some dumbbell cleans or something like that and then this and one of the elements was a weighted chin up put the the weight kind of the dumbbell between your feet do a few and then you take your dumbbell back over to do the other part of the workout and i i was doing that a lot of people weren't doing that fair enough roger was doing that yeah i bet and i was like it's not just that he's here he's also one of like the handful of people in this class that's actually doing the weighted chin-ups like this is crazy i just think he's amazing like every time i see him i'm just yeah i'm in awe of him and yeah i just think i think and uh who was i listening to is it Gemma that was on last the last podcast no one before anyway um she's been on there we go yeah (laughs) um and she was talking about um an injury and like muscle imbalance and i think it's just so important when you get to that age that you are, you know, your muscles haven't wasted away because you do need them to be able to move. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Science. Science. <laughs> it's just science. <laughs> you need muscles to be able to move, everyone. Make a note of that. If you're, if you're driving, stop the car, <laughs> write that down. Oh, God. Okay. So, let's jump forward a little bit. Okay. Right? So, you... And, and I absolutely get that. Like, if... If you were very good at something, like going back and being average mm. is, you know, like... It's hard. It, it's hard. And also it's hard because people don't get it because like I would come watch you play and be like, oh, you're really good. Yeah. And you would be like, how dare you say I'm really good? I'm rubbish. You know, yeah. what do you mean? You're like, look how good you are. And yeah. you're just thinking, no, but I used to be amazing and now I'm like, yeah. okay. So I, I get that that can be very frustrating because you know how good you were and you're kind of frustrated that you're not doing what you used to be able to do. And I think a lot of people have found that when we came back from lockdowns and like, you know, especially people that had like finally got a chin up or pull up or, you know, a muscle up or whatever it was. And then it was like, didn't get to do it for a year, come back and they're like, oh, can't do that anymore. It's like very yeah, frustrating. Yeah, I can resonate with that at the moment. <laughs> and then um, any of us that have had like injuries and stuff and have kind of taken us out for a little bit, you come back and you're sort of, why can't I do this thing that I could do anymore? And this is that, but like dialed up to a much, yeah. much higher degree. But I think for most of us, if we do come back after a little break or a small injury, it's kind of like, oh, it's frustrating that I can't get there. But give me six months and I'll be yeah, better definitely. than before. I'm wondering what it was for you then that let you kind of get over this sort of, oh, I'm not doing anything because I'm, going to be bad at it to know i want to get back into being fit and healthy and tackling these kind of things well um i haven't gone back to playing netball i did well, i did go for tryouts when i first moved to bath not tryouts where i went like to a team to play and i was rubbish mm. so i never went back all right um so obviously this is a very different type of of sport and i um have started from scratch but I think it's it's all a mindset. So, um, and I've learned that. And it's funny you say about pull-ups because I got my first pull-up with Fen before she left and then had like a month and a half off the gym because I was just super busy. Can't do a pull-up now. So, um, yeah, it's very frustrating. But 
Um, I think once if it's one of those things, if you know you've done it in the past, you know you're going to be able to do it again. And it's just trying not to be too harsh on yourself, I think. And I'm super harsh on myself. And like I said, I get proper in my head about it. And then, yeah, just get very frustrated. And then I just refuse to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I think the problem as well with, with the problem, I mean, within CrossFit, obviously, because there's so many different sort of disciplines and elements and that like to get good at one thing can sometimes mean you start getting bad at another thing yeah. and like when i when i started i was i mean if you think i'm small now <laughs> when i started i was like super light and just so any kind of body weight stuff was easy for me um and then i remember doing like the first open it was the first time i'd ever done a 22.5 kilo dumbbell and it just killed me. And I was like, oh, this is so heavy. And then there was, you know, some barbell stuff. And it was like all the, the recommended weights. And I was like, oh, everything just is so much heavier than I would normally go. So I spent sort of a year or two trying to go heavier and put on the weight, which was which happened. And then I was like, oh, I can't do all the gymnastics stuff anymore. It's all really hard. Um, and I remember like getting a, a ring muscle up, like a strict ring muscle up. And then not being able to do that for like another year and a half to two years and like finally getting them back and it was so like bittersweet because you're kind of like yeah I've got this and it's like yeah but what have I lost now I've got <laughs> I've got this after like something that I had two years ago and now I finally got it again and you're just like oh but um yeah but but I think I've found that like sweet spot Balance. almost of like okay I'm kind of as as heavy as I can get to be a little bit better with the barbell but I'm still yeah light enough for there's just some gymnastic stuff just so many things to be bad at you're to, right. yeah absolutely um and I'm super impatient like I want to be able to do everything now um but obviously you can't and like you said when you're spinning too many plates something yeah does have to give yeah I think that the tip that I've heard is kind of focus on one thing for a yeah. bit like so if you're going to do that kind of half an hour extra train like focusing on don't be like oh monday i'm gonna do muscle ups and on tuesday i'm gonna do double unders and on wednesday i'm gonna do that and you're like well it's a lot of different elements there maybe just sure. get one kind of squared away and then pick another one and work on that yeah. but okay it weirdly motivates me though as well so when i can't do something that gives me that drive to put the effort in and put the work in so i can do it um and what's really nice as well is seeing other people's journeys in the box. So, you know, when you see someone starting from scratch and then they finally get their first ring muscle up, like yeah. it gives you that kind of, oh, maybe I'll get there eventually. That is good. But as well, <laughs> it there can are go the other way. some like young, very fit, capable people that start here and you see them like struggling with something. And then six weeks later, they they've are, got it. They, they're nailing it. And you like, oh, <laughs> they're, they're, I've been trying for years they're already better than me how <laughs> yeah. how did this happen um so that's right but I don't know but then sometimes there are things that just like click so I came in on Wednesday and I tried one of the um the double under crossovers yeah did you get one straight away <gasps> well done <laughs> and there's other people being like I've been yeah. trying Jenny weeks. was there as well and she was like oh, oh well <laughs> done because she saw it and Rob and Sam were facing the other way and missed it and I was like oh you guys and oh then, well um, done you and then i i did manage to get one on camera but it was after we'd done this awful workout that rob had programmed so um i was very <laughs> tired at that point but still managed to, to sneak one or two in so uh 
I just, so many people say like, you'll, it will just click. You'll just get it. And I'm like, yeah, but when? Like I've been trying to taste a bar for ages. When will I get it? But yeah, it's just me being impatient. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> maybe that's what you need to work on. It's not the movement. My patience. So it's your patience. <laughs> yeah. We're like coming to the point you're there just like meditating in the middle of the room. And people <laughs> yeah. are like, what's she doing? It's like she's working on patience. That's, uh, <laughs> okay. So then you, so you didn't go back to like netball or that, but you, no. you kind of, was it sort of the necessity to start moving again and being a bit more active or was it like you missed it? No. Do you know what it was? Um, I wanted to be skinny and right. thin. And I think I grew up in that time where that's what all girls wanted. Um, and so I would just go to the gym for hours on end on like the cross trainer or the treadmill. Um, and then, so I did that for ages and then again, Meg, um, got me into this other gym in town, um, called Strength for Endurance. I don't know. They're not there anymore. And they did, um, little kind of groups of about six, seven people of just strength and conditioning. Right. Um, and I was still running loads as well. So knew that I needed to kind of supplement that, um, and started there and I absolutely loved it. Like that was probably the first like proper time I'd picked up like a barbell yeah. or um what was it is it I, i'm always curious what is it that you kind of loved about it i love like seeing what your body can actually do right um i know it's not just about the numbers but you know when you do see yourself getting better and getting stronger um it's just motivating isn't it yeah. and um just doing things you've never done before as well so, so you were saying like you you kind of were in that I want to be skinny yeah. mentality. If you had to sort of describe it now. Oh like my God, now? What's the kind of the goal or the the motivation or the reason you're sort of training and working out now? Uh, I want to be strong, like super strong. Yeah. Um, you know, I really do appreciate like a girl that walks past that's got, you know, muscly arms, legs. Just, I think, I think it's amazing. Yeah. Um, because I think it is... Like it's it's funny that we sort of we split the two things so dramatically, but actually there is a degree of crossover because you know if you are training to get strong, aesthetically it will like change you as well, yeah, right. And so th there can be this kind of nice middle ground of like the, the combination of things, but it is it's the it's what are you chasing? It's like oh, I'm chasing performance and the kind of the, the supplementary sort of side benefit is aesthetically it will help me like as well yeah versus oh I'm chasing a certain look that maybe actually achieving that isn't the best thing for me performance and health wise so. yeah I'm definitely chasing performance over anything aesthetic like yeah um my body has changed loads though since I started CrossFit yeah um but for me, it's about seeing what I can do and what I can push my body to do now and just yeah, getting better and learning new skills or trying to learn new skills. So what's on the list? Let's, let's just look. Oh, and we're quick. Okay, we're quickly sidetracked to this thing. So you've just done the, the summer throwdown. Yeah. Very elite level competition, I know. <laughs> I know. Um, but you've also Super done... Super fun. Uh, you did one and all games? I did do one and all games. I think that was my first proper comp. Yeah. yeah. Any others? I've missed? Uh, you, did you do the... I did the charity oh, one. I the Jack's Journey yeah. one. Yeah. That was fun. Were you with Holly? I went with Dee Dee. Dee Dee. Yeah. Yes. That uh, was, I think that was my first comp. Right. But like, Me obviously in-house. 
Was it? Yeah. Uh, sorry. That surprises I, I, me. I rephrase. It wasn't a competition. It was a charity event. That was my <laughs> that was my first charity event. My second charity event will be the triathlon. Um, and then, because I don't compete. You don't compete. I do charity events. Okay. It's very, All right. It's very different. It's for a good cause. So if we want to get you into a comp, we need to badge it as a charity event. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, more and more people are knowing this. Yeah. I mean, and, it's and you just fire. announced it. Yeah. So. But do you have any comps planned and any kind of thing that you do like, oh, I want to go to this comp. I want to do that. And that's something I'm, I'm No, not at the chasing. moment. So um, I am booked in for the next one in all games next year. Right. Um, I think that's my kind of testing ground. Yeah, I've got lots to work on before then. So, yeah. yeah. Well, that, that's sort of why I was thinking of it because one thing I do, I, I was about to take my training in a certain direction, and then um, Jake Brinkman from the bridge, oh yeah, like was basically the one saying, "Hey, you have to do to Jack's journey with me." And I was going to do a podcast with Jack's dad, and you know, I'd done all this. I was like, I kind Seem of fitting, and it's you know, a five minute walk from my house. I kind of couldn't you can't get, get out of it. it. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'll do that. And as soon as I signed up for that, I shifted back to be like, no, I've just got to start doing more traditional CrossFit. I need to do CrossFit because who knows what's going to come up in, in these workouts. And now with the triathlon coming up, I'm like, oh, I don't want to be doing this like long, slow cardio. I need to start getting better at doing these sort of short, sharp bursts yeah, and stuff like it's that. It's very different. So it does give me something to kind of that little spur of like, okay, I need to be be a bit more motivated with yeah. my training. I need to think about what I'm doing, what I'm eating. Like I know I'll probably be more careful with my diet between now and and November as well because it's just like I just don't want to embarrass myself. Yeah, I do not expect so to to win <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. I just want to like function. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be able to walk home at the end of it. That's <laughs> yeah, what I want. I don't want to be willed out. Yeah. That's one of my big things, actually. Like, I love... So I really enjoyed one and all games. But I'm very aware of my weaknesses. And I just get so worried that I'm going to let my team down. So having kind of that goal for one and all games next year, it gives me that, right. um, so that what motivation. Are, what to, are we working on? Oh, gymnastics. Yeah. Uh, well, I want to get stronger. Um, how how are you with a barbell? Because I know I depends what movement you, I'm doing. Well, I was going to say because you we were recording this just after you finished the class. Yes, uh, you were like, oh, I can do it after the class. I was like, great, just don't go too hard in the class, otherwise <laughs> you might struggle to speak. And you were like, oh, it's snatch. Don't worry, it's my <laughs> yeah. worst. Lift. Oh my god, I'm so rubbish, rubbish at snatch. Well, I'm not. I'm just I'm just not very strong with it. And like, I get into my head about what the number on the barbell is. Like, all of my friends know if I'm working out with them, don't tell me what weight yeah. is on there because as soon as i know it all just goes wrong okay um are you pretty happy with your numbers in general apart from snatch yeah apart from snatch yeah i'm getting there slowly getting there slowly yeah you got a, fav- a favorite this. barbell movement um deadlift yeah oh i love a deadlift and i'm actually really good at them so <laughs> do you want to do you want to do like a humble brag of your your, your numbers uh, I think my PB is like 120 now, that is which good. is good. That's yeah. very good. Yeah. I'm pretty happy with that. Okay. Good. Now you just need deadlift. to get... Yeah, of course. None yeah. of that cheating sumo stuff. I know. Yeah. I'm getting better at cleans as well. Um, but I don't know if you've seen the meme where they're like the coaches um, teaching someone to do a clean and they break it down. Yeah. 
and they're fine. And then they're like, right, go. And then it all just goes wrong. That's literally me. Is that you? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, we did that clean, that like deadlift. Did you do that one oh, the other day? Oh, the like, one that was like 10 did, reps in total. Like, it was like, what, four deadlifts, three yeah. power cleans. Hand two, cleans. Hand cleans. And then a and then a, Yeah. <laughs> that was oh, a lot. I was so tired by the end. <laughs> I know. Got to the jerk and I was like, oh. I actually think the third power clean was the worst bit. Yeah. Once I got it up into the hang. Oh, yeah, I I'd like, agree, actually. I was like, oh, okay, it's, it's okay. Kind of once I got into the hang, I was like, yeah, I'll finish And it was this. my grip as well. And like, because I'm practicing toast to bar like so much, my hands are so sore. Um, so yeah, I mean, toast to bar, I'm trying to get, going back to your initial question. Yeah. Um, again, like... I used to be able to string about four or five together. I've gone back to basics then. I couldn't even do one. Um, just consistency. Okay. All right. So anybody who's got tips for toast bar, send them. <laughs> and so I'm desperately you. trying to get my pull-ups back. But yeah. I can do kipping ones. It's just um, the strict ones that I'm struggling with. Oh, but I like that you're trying with the strict because I and, – and I think looking at like – we were going to have games chat if we'd done the um, – the coffee morning one but when you look at the games like clearly that was one of the things that the boss had kind of zeroed in on was skipping steps yeah like, so like going back to single unders and how many like games athletes tripped on single yeah, unders that, and you're that like surprised me because be they just never do them they you know they are beyond them and i think particularly with a lot of the rig work it's like can you have you got pull-ups yeah loads of them and you're like, all right go and then they just start kipping them out and you're like okay Oh, but we're doing strict pull-ups. Oh, I don't have strict pull-ups. Yeah. Like, that's a problem. Like you need, Yeah, you, you want to have, and obviously like it's great that you can have them, you can use them in a workout. Brilliant. But like, I like that you're sort of, I feel like you're saying, but I don't have pull-ups. I, yeah. Oh, I've got kipping, but I don't have the strict I movement. don't, I yeah, I don't have a pull-up. That's, um, that's I feel like going back to having the basics is so important in anything you do. Yeah. Like you said, single unders. Yeah. Um, well, it's like, I wouldn't, so what I so I got to the point with like the ring muscle up that I only recently learned to actually kip them a little bit. Uh, I could just do them strict, and it was partly because I refused to. I like until I was really confident doing them strict. I didn't want to kip them because I didn't mind kipping a bar muscle up because there's a bar to stop you falling through. Sure, but I was like, if I'm not confident in this position, in the momentum, yeah, like that strict, makes sense. I don't want to throw myself into that position and just fall through the rings yeah. um so i'm i'm a i'm a big believer in strict but i'm also like 67 kilos or something like that so i know <laughs> i was um it's not so, so hard to be a believer in strict <laughs> i was having a session with hilsey um james jimbo whatever you call him um because he's coaching me at the moment just a little plug for on the hill um uh, and yeah, we were desperately trying to get a pull up and I was just like, right, I'm just going to have to go and lose 10 kilos because I just can't do it. Well, I mean, <laughs> it, I was I was thinking about it this morning. I was thinking like when we've done the weighted ones and I'm like, you know, yeah, I'll strap like a, a 20 kilo kettlebell on and do a, like a weighted pull up. And then I was thinking that's basically me just doing a normal pull up for half the people here. Yeah, definitely. So light anyway. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, it makes sense that yeah okay well all the best with toaster bar thank you i will be it's a labor I'll, of love I'll, yeah i'll be uh i'll be stalking on instagram checking for the, that i'm checking yeah. for that post where suddenly you're like oh 15 I mean, unbroken toaster i got bar. one like yeah back, i don't know back in the early in the year and i can do singles now 
Yeah. It's just stringing them together. Yeah, it's that like whipping yeah. your feet back down. And and that I think that's one of the things where it's where you're saying like, you know all the parts, but trying to put them put it all together. together. Yeah. Um and my hands just give up. Like <laughs> Yeah, my hands give up before before the rest of the body. Yeah. <laughs> I could do them if I had somebody else's hands. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Although weirdly, I think in CrossFit, like your your mind normally gives up before your body does, or mine certainly does anyway. Yeah. It's like when you think you're in the bin you're not you've still got I think you're in the bin you're not yeah okay it's good that you've got a catchphrase <laughs> i always like it when we find something we can put on somebody's t-shirt all right well it's been lovely chatting i know we have to get on with life now so we, do. we have to uh, end it here uh it's good to be back i was a bit worried about doing the podcast because i was like oh i've not done one for so long i hope i can remember what to do no you're fine Talk. absolutely smashed it that's yeah. all you gotta do um so thank you Haley. oh any nomination for future guests Oh, um, get Smithy on, I reckon. Yeah, well, that's been a, a a long-standing work in progress. I think I almost had him on. Almost had him. And then um, something happened and I had to kind of stop for a bit or something. I can't remember, it was some time ago. Or D, D would be super interesting as well. Yes, okay, okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks for having me. Noted down. All right. Well, thank you very much. Hey, thank you everyone for listening. And uh, it's good to be back. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs>